Welcome to Deep Well Astrology. I'm Allison Disler, a psychological astrologer and somatic educator. And in this podcast, we'll explore how astrology can illuminate our embodied consciousness and nourish our soul. All right, Taurus rising folks. I want to start here consciously because Uranus is resident in your first house of personal identity, the self, and body until April 2026. Remember, Uranus is a slower moving outer planet that takes around seven years or so to complete its full time through a house of the zodiac. So when Uranus moves through a house, while it may bring energy of radical awakening, change, innovation, and or unsteadiness. This doesn't necessarily happen quickly or all at once. This whole transit takes time. In that time, you may experience these times of surprise, unsteadiness, or insights that will overall transform components of the topics in the house. Uranus entered your first house in May of 2018. Take a moment to think back about this time. Do you have a sense of what was happening then? Sometimes it can be helpful to look back to old emails, texts, or journals. In May of 2018, Uranus moved into the house of your ascendant, where it hosts themes about personal identity how we show up in the world, how we are recognized or seen. Our first house also holds information to our own birth experience, how we literally come into this plane of existence, the conditions of our own mother's labor, perhaps the conditions around our birth. So while there is a superficial aspect to the first house, which can be literally our appearance to the world, like new haircuts, colors, or changing the way we dress or present ourselves. There's also a deep component to our first house, which is primal to how we know ourselves to be in the world. Do we know ourselves to be welcome here, to belong here? What has it been like so far to be born and initiated as a human by other humans? How did we construct our personal identity? And what of that is still true for us? What is outdated? With Uranus traveling in your first house, there are some of the sudden insights and changes and considerations that can be lifted up. An itch to innovate or even rebel, layers of personal identity. Maybe even accepting an invitation to shift your identity from who you've always known yourself to be and rebirth this identity in the world. As you consider rebirth, what do you know of your own birth experience? What was that like for you, for your mother? As we learn more about other natal planet placements in our first house, we can continue to welcome insight on our birth experience as foundationally important as each planet aspecting our rising sign or in our first house holds meaning for us. 
For now, as Uranus offers the gift and the challenge of its unsteady, awakening, innovative energy, you can rest in this knowing. Being with unsteadiness, especially in regards to how you know yourself and your identity right now, is what it is. How do we make conditions and containers in our life to allow room for the unsteadiness while finding necessary ground? It is through unsteadiness and wobble that we all learn to walk. We made the choice to continue even through the shake and have done it many times through our development. How can this knowing serve you? Friction points. As Uranus continues its journey through your first house, you can expect times of heightened friction and illumination. In 2021 and into 2022, a major aspect to Uranus in the first house is its periodical square to Saturn. Some of these friction points have passed, and still there are some to occur. Take note of the following dates, February 7th, 2021 through February 25th, 2021, June 13th, 2021 through June 18th, 2021, December 24th, 2021 through December 30th, 2021, October 1st, 2022, through October 13th, 2022. And consider several weeks before and after these heightened times. When planets approach a direct square with each other, it can be like two big energies attempting to negotiate space, power, and influence. There's often an insatiable urge to fall into one archetype over the other, especially depending on which planet or archetype feels most interesting or familiar to us. With the Saturn square Uranus, we may feel more akin to Uranus, which broadly carries the themes of quickness, sudden change, novelty, innovation, new horizons, unsteadiness, surprises. Or we might feel more akin towards Saturn, which offers themes of boundaries, constriction, structure, coldness, maturity, steadiness, slow, methodical, and maintaining old order. Can you get a sense of these energies? Remember, we all have both, but do you prefer one over the other? For Taurus rising folks, your Saturn square Uranus will be happening between your first house in Taurus and your 10th house of vocation and prominence. I also considered the 10th house one that can signify the mother figure, although thoughts differ across astrology in general on this. With Saturn traversing your 10th house of vocation, career, and prominence, 
it is possible that lessons, teaching, construction, or scarcity of energy, all in regards to your vocation, may come up. Maybe you're in a structure that feels cold or burdensome, or maybe you feel the boundaries necessary for mature growth of your vocation, calling, or career. While Saturn can feel heavy, it can also give us the container for new, necessary maturity and evolution. It is important to remember no planet is all good or all bad for our life experience. They are all different, distinct, archetypal energy patterns. Sometimes their influence can be quite literal. Some folks may actually lose their job or vocation as Saturn traverses the 10th house. Others may experience this transit as a more hard work needing to be put in, which eventually may yield a slow growth. While others may just feel burdened or tired, worn out in the pursuit or practice of their vocation or calling. In my opinion, a good use of a Saturn transit is the impulse to build or restructure, to allow the wisdom or heavy lessons to inform and grow maturity. If we consider the 10th house also relating to the mother figure, it also can bring some of the same Saturnian themes to our relationship with mother, real or imagined. If we consider the sign on the cusp of the 10th house as representing our perception of our mother, that gives us an opportunity during a Saturn transit of the 10th to realize the limitations of our perceptions of the mother. Or, to recognize how the mother figure has boundaried, shaped, or contained us. What maturity, lessons, or growth are potentially available in regards to your 10th house? Take a moment to piece together the two influences we've called forward today. Uranus in the first house of identity, self-knowing, the body, and appearance. Saturn in the tenth house of vocation, career, calling, and the mother. Uranus evoking unsteady sudden change, rebellion, and insight. Saturn evoking order, slow growth, maturity, and boundaries. How can both of these be co-present for you? Both welcoming the changes and shifts that are happening, especially in your first house, and recognizing that at the same time, something is moving slower, wanting to hold steady, mature, have boundaries. When we consider the Saturn square Uranus between the first and the 10th house, how might we radically reshape our identities while growing wisdom around our vocation or mother relationship? Is there space to do both? How do they relate for you? Finally, 
Remember the dates of heightened friction or direct square between Uranus and Saturn and cultivate some consciousness during these times to see how these planetary energies manifest for you. Until next time, breathe deep, linger long.